describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. I'm James. I'm Dan. And we are continuing to be live from Bobby Aga's hut for the Artifact Roadshow. We are traveling the, the here, there of the Empire, which is over there. We need to still get that rubber gun shooter thingy. I'll tell you, okay, I'm gonna close my eyes and I'm just gonna head on over there. Okay, okay I, I need so to generally get an idea. Yeah, pin, pin the tail on the donkey okay. kind of yeah. thing. Oh, should I, yeah, I'm not gonna spin around because then I'll end up yeah, that you. way. Yeah. Okay. 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 We're in the oh. ocean. We, no, we are north of the Valley of the Mystics. No, oh, yeah, we're north of the Valley of the Mystics. We're basically in the Valley of the, the valley. Mystics. Valley of the Mystics. Valley of the Mystics. That's where we are. Well, good. We're looking good and sounding better. Well, that is excellent. We, we, we did have a technical glitch, so we rebooted, and that's what took a little bit longer. So thank you for that. Um, that's our standard now. What? Just, we just want to sound okay. That's right. And look okay. Well, now he says we're looking good, sounding better. Uh, we're at the Valley of the Mystics. Feeling good. Billy Ray, looking good. Right, was that the Trading Places? Looking good, feeling better. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, Trading Places. Yeah. Which, who are you in this? Are you Eddie Murphy in this? No, we're Mortimer and... Uh, oh, Mortimer and <laughs> the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> the right, the, guys the Venerable. The right, the Venerable. So you wish. You wish we were Eddie Murphy and, and uh, Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd. So, uh, <laughs> actually, we were talking... Of course, of course we have to segue... Unfortunately, for behind the scenes, we weren't recording this because we had technical issues. We, we may bring up playing venerable characters in D&D because we were discussing, well, I was discussing some health maladies I've had. So, we're like, it's, you know, it's just basically your every day you start, I think it's, you start rolling your D20s for saving throws more and more. Yeah. And it's just eventually you roll that one and that's yes. it. Yes, yes. It's, it's not combat that really is the danger anymore. Yes. It's your body. That's right. That's exactly it. Thank you. Looking good is relative. Thank you. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're visually acceptable. So um, let's go through our announcements. You know, it's coming like a freight train. We're in June, June, July, August, September 30th, September 29th, not the 30th, uh, October 1st. Last time was September 30th. RogCon 23, Orcus Fest, all hail Orcus. Orcus. All hail Orcus. Oh. Now, my understanding is there's a chance he will make an appearance. Is that yes, true? That, have you talked to Craig about that? We, we, ha he, we have done that. We are bringing his uh, rod of Orcus, right? As you know, we've, we've crafted it. Mm -hmm. It's been prepared. Uh, we are looking for sacrifices. So if you want to apply to be a sacrifice uh, for Orcus, 
sign up at info@gravcon.com. Mm -hmm. As we know, as we know, as we referred or learned when we learned about the Death Master, those who commit kill themselves on the day of Orcus have a chance to become like a ghoul or something. <laughs> it's a long run. It's, yeah, and it's not a 100% chance. Now, yeah. I could say if it was a 100% chance, I could see why people would probably do it, but they don't even get a 100% chance. It's like a percentage, if I recall. So um, if you are interested in sacrificing yourself for Orcus, send us a note. We would appreciate that. Okay. Right? I think. That's mildly disturbing. <laughs> well, we got to... I mean, we're hoping Orcus appears, send right? It, send your note to James. Or we could find, what was that thing? The uh, necklace of prayer beads. We need a yeah. worship, worship, Orcus worshiper. I'm having trouble speaking. Orcus, Orcus worshiper. Yes, the prayer beads, indeed. Do they need to be a virgin? Well, I, I assume the people who are watching this show, there may be some in the audience, I'm just saying. Right? Is that a fair statement? That's right. Okay. Is anyone listening to this show? That. No, but. No, but. Mm. They're forced virgins at this point. <laughs> they're not. They're not well enough to to uh, perform anymore. Oh, I'm just kidding. We're going sideways. Anyway, at the DoubleTree Orlando 5780 Major Boulevard, Orlando, Florida, 32819. Uh, you can go out to tabletop events. We do need to talk to Craig because I want to. Last year we had the issue of the games being released kind of trickling out and then people didn't know about it. So I want to make sure all the games get released at the same time. Right. In addition to that hurricane problem. Right. Besides the, besides the hurricane issue. <laughs> um, so, and we have decided that we, uh, I did talk to Lane. He is interested in doing the uh, Dwarven Forge again. So I'm going to go to his house, look at some pieces. I'll tell you what pieces we're doing and then you can craft the adventure. Because we've decided that you're creating the adventure, I'm running it. Okay. Isn't that correct? That is correct. Okay. If that's not correct, you can... No, uh, you tell me. You tell... No, this will be fun. No, I like this. So, yeah, you tell me the pieces. Right. And you'll probably see some miniature monsters that you want to use. Right. You that's let right. me know what's in... That's right. It's it, in, the, in the sandbox. It's like... Right. Correct. You what's let, in my toolbox that you can play with? I'm thinking like Apollo 13. and they have like a box of stuff or right. something? That's right. Just, you let... Yeah. That's exactly what... Well, because one thing we learned there is it's hard for Lane to lay out the whole map. When it's a whole map, it takes, you know, hours for him to do that. So we're trying to make it a little more modular. So, Yeah, like a room. Yes. <laughs> Here's a room, guys. This is, wow, that's <laughs> so intricate. It's all you get. It's easy to run. That's right. Simple. We got one room, and you're done. Uh, yes. Well, Orcus may be at Disney. Well, that is very true. Um, the, art, the artwork continues. Uh, Crystal, has, she has fleshed out more uh, items. I will show you just, I'll show you a teaser since, of course, you will appreciate this. So I don't know if you can see that, but look in the mirror there. You see right here? Well, I do. Speaking of that, so that's pretty interesting. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's coming together. So now I just need to figure out how we're going to get this to us so I can make a picture of it so I can make the t-shirts and the poster for it. So. That's a different drawing than the one I've seen before though, isn't it? That's a, that's a zoom in of part of it. That's, oh. That's like, a, that's like the upper right corner of it. Wow. Oh, yeah, Very it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's out of control. So she's done an amazing job. Looking forward to, uh, you know, I guess art is, um, 
was it abandoned, it's never finished. So whenever she decides to abandon it, then we will hopefully mm -hmm. take, get some good quality pictures and then we can make the t-shirts and move forward with that. So that is the update for GrogCon. Uh, if you can't wait for GrogCon, you want to play, go out to Grog Grognards Guild Online. We have play-by-posts for some folks. Create your own play-by-posts. There's no reason why you sh you're not, should not. If you want to play, there should be playing. So we have seen, there is a, there is a gentleman, yes, Mar, who is out here, who is on the West Coast, who has woke up early. So we have had a, little, we have had a discussion, because he sent me a, a, a a message saying, hey, I would like to be called this in the Empire. So we've had this discussion. Now, typically, we roll for folks. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, but we're getting venerable in our age. We're kind of like, do we really care if people pick their own titles? And we said, do we care? No. What? No is an explanation point. No, we really don't care. But That's a lie. we also love the random. We are the big fans of the random. So since he is, since he is on here, we will, of course, defer to him if he wants to pick his title, or he can, uh, we can roll his title for him, and he can choose whichever one he would like the better of the two. That's, that's the thing. So let us know what you think, and uh, since you're on, and we can, um, we can move forward with that. The other thing I want to mention is there is a new empirical time standard, right? We went over this. I did want to announce yeah. the empirical time standard. Um, it is on the Discord for those out there. So we are not, we will not be using, uh, unless we forget, like probably when we go over the calendar, uh, the old Gregorian calendar, which means nothing to us in the Grog Empire. From now on, the dates are before first edition, during first, the reign of first edition, and after first edition. So uh, for reference, uh, for those still entrapped in the old patriarchy of the Julian Gregorian calendar, this is 1983. That would be uh, 8 uh, during 1E, 8D1E. So, yeah, right, so 1E starts. Oh, 6R1E. Six, six, six this me. is going well. Yeah, 6 one. Yeah, I'm still convert. I'm, yeah. It takes time. Well, right. it's like when the year changes, it takes time. You still right, I'm still writing the checks. Right. For those who are still writing checks, exactly. Right. So, this is, so, so the year it starts when when is 1977 right because that's when the monster manual comes out right and now is that zero or one that is the first year that's not zero it's not zero <laughs> okay. there is no zero we're not doing that we're not having that problem we're having one got it got it and then before it's the year before the reign so, of our savior first edition so 77 is one right 78 79 80 81 82 83. Seven, that's right. So because you started at what? That's right, seven, exactly. So okay. It's, so it's year, so, so it is, and what, what's before seven? So it's year seven. Yes, it's year seven. So what's before, what's, what's, what comes before that? What letters? Uh, so then before that is B1E. B1E. Oh, and what are we now? A1E. Oh, yeah, we're after 1E. After 1E. That's right. Right. a one E. Right, we're 18, uh, we're actually 38 uh, 1E, A1E. 38. In 2023, because 1985. Oh, I know, no, it's 1983, sir. Yeah, oh, excuse me. Well, then in 1983, we're still 7. Right. R1E. We're in the reign of 1E. 7R1E. One, one, I think it's going to take some time, but I'm getting right. there. 7R1E, got right. it. Okay. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, well, actually, yeah, here, so here's the official, here's the official things. Uh, there you go. There's the official things. Here's some examples. Right. 
So you have it. Um, so people can have, so just, you know, I would expect all official empirical uh, letters should be now using that, just kind of as a, this is a public service to our, to our vassals out there. All right, so he is, he said he wants to stay with it, so we are going to continue to do it. So, oh, he has some applause? So, no, he, he wants to continue, yes, oh, he so wants to continue with his oh. august, so uh, we will now declare him, uh, so by the power invested in us, we are declaring him the his august extremity, the inexorable claw of the east side. Congratulations. All right. Fantastic. Let me give him a golf clap. There you go. See, we are benevolent dictators. So he's the august extremity. Right. He's mm -hmm. the august extremity. Okay. That's, uh, I've never met him, but that's, right. obviously there's something to be seen from it. It's quite he, a gust. <laughs> well, he's as a claw. He's, I've he's, seen it, and it's a gust. Exactly. <laughs> it's quite a gust. <laughs> right. uh, so that's what he um, All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for becoming a member of the Empire. That's right. And especially the West Coast, which we always... Take care of it. Especially over there by, by the, uh, the, the lands of the... Was it Seattle's the Emerald? The Pacific Ocean. Pacific Ocean. Yes. I don't remember. It's, it's all out there by no. Japan. And... It's, it's the sea that shall not be named. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Godelicious travels. The Sonny had given him a whirlwind tour after reconciling, and now he's been sent somewhere else. I forgot where he was sent. Okay. Uh, that's the short version. I know I should know more than that, but... Um, Oh, we got some goodies. So I want to go over the various goodies that we received. We received some swag dice trays from uh, Vic. Thank you, Vic, from Dave Con. D6 dice from Dave Con. Flipping coins from Dave Con. We should probably, yes or no, another thing there we can add to our list of swag stuff, which we will be, you know, I need to start doing some uh, contests again so I can get rid of this, I mean, uh, offer this to our guest. Here, speaking the person who's on there, uh, this is uh, the Mystifying Marvel and Nicomedians Tower from M.W. Lewis, which we were a proud backer. And here is our official copy from Rob. Thank you, sir. Uh, still available, uh, I believe, uh, via the various things that Smoldering Dumb Games does. Excellent. Here's my official thing. Here is the Ron's Old School Compendium, which we went over, which is amazing. Uh, again, another work of love and dedication that Smoldering Dumb Games produces. So if you want more 1E goodness, here is, here's another thing. So if you've never met Ron, he's a great, he's a great soul. We, we love him to death. So he's built this thing. Before we've even had a chance to get this, we're having dinner with him. And he's like, here, I have some stuff for you that needs to be added to it. So he created an addendum the old school companion. This is more stuff that he's done. Right. And uh, at this, there's probably more already that we don't know right. about. There's an addendum to the addendum. What is that called when it's an addendum to the addendum? I don't know. I think it's an addendum. Post-addendum? Post-addendum. So I'm sure right, he's probably writing more as we, as we speak. So um, we're very fortunate that we have the extra that he's put in here. So this was in May of 23. So it's June. So I assume there's another 50 pages mm -hmm. that's coming. So you can, get, you can get this version at Smoldering Gun Games. That's already old. And right. You know, <laughs> superseded. Last, last year's 
product. It's like it's coming out so fast. There's it's like software releases, but uh, he's just a prolific writer is an understatement in his uh, thing. So um, very good. We always love to support Addenda. That's true. Very good. Um, thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Chamberlain uh, from Australia. David's on. Uh, so if you like this nonsense, uh, please consider uh, subscribing if you haven't, iTunes review, or becoming a patron, or buying stuff from our store. That's always nice. And uh, issue 12 is coming out from uh, Grog Talk. I'm, the Grog Talk easing, flipping and turning, issue 12, the tournament is coming out. I saw the, um, did you see how they represented us on the uh, cover? I have not seen it. Are you going to show? I can, because I care. I gotta find where it is. And we're flipping, and we're turning, and we're flipping, and we're turning, we're flipping. That was the, see, that was the big picture, and now she added that. That was the big picture. I see. Uh, I, no, there's the goat. Um, I don't know where it is. Basically, we look like a two headed squire troll. Okay. That's what we're here to help the knights as their jobs. Oh, right. So I can't find it here. So, but. Um, that should be coming out very soon. So we are now ready for Sage Advice. You're doing Sage Advice this time. This is the segment of the show where one of us reads questions from the Sage Advice column in Dragon Magazine. Right. Except we don't. We've moved on to Imagine Magazine. Right. PSR's equivalent of Dragon from back in the day. And we see if the... TSR stood for? TSR. That's right. At right. that point. You know, you know. So we TSR UK's, uh, the UK version of Dragon, if that's, I guess, the one way to put it. And this is, their column is called Dispel Confusion. Not to be confused with Dispel Confusion from? Polyhedron. Right. Correct. Because the latter is, some people say, well, it said it's binding, which is, of course, the can you make yourself binding. Right. And this Well, we is, did it. That's true. Let's see. Oh, you're freaking me out. Don't, you're undermining our authority. We say by the powers invested us by us. I mean, that is literally in our... We have divine thing. authority, sir. True, that's true. Divine right. Okay, so here are the questions. Let's see how sagacious you are. Okay. okay? Let's see. Uh, question number one. Some classes have minimum ability scores, such as the ranger, who must have a strength of 13, intelligence of 13, wisdom of 14, and a constitution of 14. What happens when a score drops below the minimum as occurs to Constitution after a number of deaths and resurrections or strength if hit in combat by a shadow? Now, I didn't realize that so a shadow reduces your strength. Yes. And that's if, permanent. No. Oh, it's not. It's not permanent. Oh, okay. But, but if, you are, if you are knocked down to less than your strength, you die and you become a shadow. Got it. So also, age being of age would bring you down. So this right. is also relevant to that question. So uh, what happens, James? What do you think? Well, I think those are different versions. So if it's a temporary loss or a loss because of age, you still can be a ranger. If you permanently lose it for some other reason, like, I don't know, you're maimed or res potentially the, the, the death one may, but I'm going to say in general, uh, unless it's a permanent loss um, that not due to aging, uh, you you can remain as a the class. 
I think I think Dragon Magazine may have answered the age one too. I don't know that you lose it because of age, but right. in any event, moving leaving age aside, you are correct, sir. Yeah. The character does not cease to be a member of a particular class, either temporarily or permanently, because his ability scores no longer reach the minima required. The minima apply only at the time a character is created, not to his or her continued function. So I think, and again, I think this has been answered for age, but I think age doesn't drop people below either. I right. think if you, if you, once a ranger, right. unless you, like, I mean, obviously if you're a paladin and you do an evil act, that's or, different. Or non-good if you're a ranger. Right. But so once a, once a, is that right? It's the same thing with rangers too, like paladins, you engage, you, have to you, be lose, good. you lose your ranger stat. Well, right. So if you're lying, oh, I can do a non-good act, I just can't lose my alignment. Correct. Is that right? right? Whereas paladins is much more serious, right? You do a yes. bad act, you got to atone and all that right. business. It's much more serious. Got it. Okay, so there it is. All right. Good job. Thank you. Okay. Um, question number two. What do inches mean when given in the rules? I just asked the question. Okay. Well, it's a unit of measure. Uh, it either inside the dungeon, it means number of feet. So, for instance, one inch is 10 feet. Outside, it's yards. You are correct. And I would hope so. The exact meaning of the term inches varies throughout the rules depending on context. Rangers, uh, ranges for both missile fire and spell casting are given in inches. The meaning of inch in this context depends on where the missile or spell is being used. Inside structures, for example, a dungeon, one inch equates to 10 feet. Outdoors, one inch represents three times this distance, 10 yards. As an aside, whether that makes sense is an entirely different conversation. Huh. Regardless, regardless of where the spell is cast, the area of effect remains the same. One inch always represents 10 feet. Movement rates are more complicated. For mapping movement in a dungeon setting, one inch represents 10 feet per turn. For movement through areas which are not being mapped, one inch represents 10 feet for every one-fifth turn. In combat, are you still awake? In combat, or when fleeing, movement is based on one inch equals 10 feet per round. Movement rates also apply to other situations. When adventuring across wilderness terrain and using the standard mapping scales, one inch represents one mile per one half day of traveling in a city context. One inch represents 10 feet per round if characters are not mapping. Finally, movement rates while flying Roughly work out at three inches, representing one mile per hour. The last use of inches is the mm. normal common sense one. They can sit. Yeah, you got a little cool. They can simply serve to give dimensions of objects such as swords, boxes, wands, etc. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What? Next question. Oh. Okay. Uh, Wake oh, up, James. Is the next question. Oh. Okay, I'm awake. Is a dungeon master allowed to change details, monsters, etc., when he or she is running an official module? That's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Oh, that's good. Hold on. Oh, that's... I, I emphasize it's official. It official. wasn't in italics, but clearly that's the import, right? That's, that's good. Ooh. That's right. That's right. Official. What I do you tell... say, Jack? Of course, the DM can do whatever he wants. I'm going to say yes. Of course he can change the things. Are you sure? Because they're official. I understand. They can, he can, yes. Your final answer. Yes, it is my final answer. All right, sir. <laughs> You can't, 
I know there's a ring of three wishes in, in that thing. You can't say there's not in there. Yeah, it's too bad. Because I saw you reading yeah, it at, right. at, 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 uh, at Walden Books. Right. You, it was an open one. That's right. And you knew there was in there. Yep. I, I bought it even though it was unwrapped. They said you'd been in here. Yes. Official adventure modules are designed to be complete and not to need change. But there can be circumstances under which changes are useful and desirable. The DM is quite at liberty to make alterations to a module which allow it to fit into his or her campaign background or make it more enjoyable or challenging for the players. Modules can never be more than highly de detailed outlines of an adventure, so the DM will have to make changes during play to keep the action flowing smoothly for all concerned. The DM may also have to invent new pieces of action should the party wander off in a section of the adventure which the designer has assumed nobody would really encounter. Designer can attempt, if, if, yeah, a little wordy. The designer can attempt to anticipate the actions of a party, but no matter how many courses of action he thinks up and prepares for, somebody will think up another one. Oh, James, don't yeah, we know no, it? Exactly. It is the handling of these situations which mark out good DMs from the rest. Okay, next question. At what level of magic use does a ranger cast druidic and magic user spells? Ah, uh, this one. This affects range, duration, and damage. This is controversial. This has gone both ways. Uh, I've heard it, but I think the official, semi-official, really, it is the a level of the ranger. Uh, but people argue, well, how can he cast at eighth level when he's only first level thing? So Thank my you. understanding is... I don't know if they agree with it, but I've seen it that, uh, I thought it was in Dragon went over this as well, that they cast it at the level uh, that they are. You are correct. According to Imagine Magazine, when a ranger reaches 8th level, he or she then starts using druidic spells. The number and level of spells are given in a chart in the ranger class description. They do not get any bonuses for wisdom. The casting level is one for an eighth level ranger, and additional levels increase the casting level. Thus, the druid, quote, druid level, close quote, of the ranger is always his or her level minus seven. Rangers gain the ability to use, they really go on too long. Rangers gain the ability to use magic user spells at ninth level. Magic use takes a great deal of practice. The ranger must find a tutor. Why are you telling me this? Get a spell book and study spells as a normal magic user would. The level of magic use is always equal to the ranger's level minus See, eight. I've, I've heard it the other way, too, so that's what I'm saying. That's contentious. Starting spell, starting spell books and other details are handled normally for the ranger who gains the ability to use magic user spells. Okay. Can paladins become lycanthropes? Are they immune to all diseases? Does no one get Dragon Magazine in England? No. Yes, they can. Okay. Paladins are indeed immune to all forms of disease. Unfortunately for them, lycanthropy is as much a curse as it is a disease. The DMG uses an example of a paladin contracting lycanthropy. Yeah, that's even the more thing, is that actually, there's an example there. Exactly, written by Gary himself. It also mentions the spells cure disease and remove, remove curse as ways of eliminating it. So it is interesting that you can use disease and curse. So I guess it's like a hybrid, maybe right. a bit of a hybrid disease slash curse. Yeah, it's, uh, I agree. Next question. How long does a how long does or should paralysis you knew they were gonna the odds you're gonna get these questions caused by a carrying crawler last? What are the effects of multiple hits by this creature? So these are really two questions. So first, how long does paralysis 
caused by carrying crawler last? And what are the effects of multiple hits by this creature? Well, it's not official, but they've said to use the what the wand of paralyzation does or something. It's like 5 to 20 or something. You are on fire, sir. You are correct. Now, as far as multiple ones, um, I've heard it different ways. I would say it extends the, the clock, but I'm sure they say once you get hit, you can't get you can't get multiple ones. But I'm, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with it. It uh, uh, it's one hit, and that's the five to twenty. It doesn't do multiple. Uh, but what if what if what if you saved on the first one? Oh, then yeah, you have to keep saving, and then eventually, once you're paralyzed, then that's the time you're paralyzed. Okay, you are correct. Multiple hits from a carrying crawler or any other paralyzing creature forces multiple saving throws on the part of the victim. When anyone has failed, the other hits have no further effect on the paralysis, such as uh, uh, damage still applies if given, as by ghoul or ghast. Wait, so let me say, when anyone has failed, the other hits have no further effect on the paralysis, but damage, that's what you said, right? So damage. So in other words, you're not paralyzed any longer. But you, but you still take whatever damage. Yeah, the carrying crawler doesn't do any damage. That's the problem. So then it was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You're just kind of like biting somebody. Yeah, who... they're stinging you. I don't think they do any. Are they touching you? I don't even forget how they have to do it. Okay, now I have one final question. You've done amazing. One final question. It's a lot more questions I was hoping for. But you're doing so well. One last question. This actually comes from Dragon Magazine. <laughs> do rangers and paladins cast spells at their level? Or do they <laughs> cast them as a first level? That's a good question. Would a ninth level ranger cast a spell as a first level magic user, or would he cast it as a ninth level magic user? Oh, they just answered this question. This is Dragon Magazine. Oh. That was a, that was a, that was a... Oh, you found it in Dragon Magazine. Well, they say it the other way, I think, Dragon. Dragon says you're the level of the, the actual magic user, or the level of the person. Correct. Yeah, so it's different. And I think this is our, who do we like? What's uh, uh, Gene Wells? Yeah, I think this is Gene Wells. Answer, he would cast it as though he were a ninth-level magic user. Right. But, but Gene Wells fashion. I love her. I don't agree with this, but I was informed that it is correct. I still think they should cast spells as a first-level magic user. So what's interesting, no, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here. Who told her this? I right. so wish we could know. We don't know. Right. We'll never know. She's passed. Right. This would be the first question I'd ask her. Who, well... In addition to some questions about Speak that dead. princess yeah. and that, yeah, the hermaphrodite, uh, whatever. Yeah, the queen. Okay, right, right. Yeah, that module. Who told her that? Right. Who had authority? Who had authority to tell her? Because she's the sage in this. Right. Or is she just a mouthpiece? Right. Who told her that? She makes it sound like it's Gary. Right. But why would she say I don't agree with this if it's Gary? That doesn't sound. Would she say I don't agree with this if it's Gary? She wouldn't say that, would she? Well, I don't think so. But she was friends with Gary. Remember, right. did Gary yeah. get her the job? I believe so. So she has access to Gary. Yes. So she would probably, wouldn't she ask Gary? If she didn't like the answer, wouldn't she go over that person's head and you, say? These are all good some, you know, assumptions and summations, but I, I have no idea. It all makes sense. If she, and, but the other counter argument is that because she was friends with Gary, she heard it from Gary, and she felt comfortable enough to say, I don't agree with him. You make an excellent point. Now I'm really confused. Right? Doesn't How are we ever going to know? We're never going to know. All right. I don't think polyhedron answered this, and I don't consider polyhedron official. I've changed my mind. Right. I've changed my mind on that. I don't consider polyhedron official. No. Well, well, cause, Gary didn't say it was official. Because you're now, because you're not trying to uh, extract things out of me when I was the DM. That's true. 
That's right. Oh, yeah, so I've heard both versions of it. So the, the spell casting. I prefer, like Gene Wells, how do you become a ninth level ma- equal to a ninth level magic user when you first get it? It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. So you're a Wellsian on this issue. I'm a Wellsian. I agree completely. It makes no sense. Who told her that? I want to know. Right. I want to talk to that person, you should, sir. Well, you should probably reach out to John Peterson. I'm sure she, he, if anyone would know, it would be him. Or Skip Williams. Or Skip, exactly. Well, we've had Skip Williams on. I'm not sure. We might know. Wasn't he, or doesn't he have out with some of the, he answered some of those questions. I, I think that was later, but yeah, maybe. Who was head of Dragon Race? So I, well, I figured out with that was pretty early. It's Gene Wells, probably like 81. Yeah. The, I don't know. It was before, it was before Imagine Magazine, which is pretty interesting. Yes. Tim, Tim left in issue 40. So that's probably, at, it's probably after him, but before um, Skip. Yeah. All right. We'll have to look at it. Okay. Well, very good. Well, thank you. I, I, feel very, I felt very sagacious after that. You were. You, you crushed it. All right. So, we, are we ready for Artifact Roadshow? I feel like we are ready for We it. are. Ready for Artifact Roadshow. So, what's this about, Dan? This is the segment of the show where we all hop into the hut of Baba Yaga. Right. And travel around the countryside of the Grog Empire. And we meet people who bring out their items that they think might be of some value. Right. And, and James, who is traveling in the hut, then meets these people, he appraises their items, and he tries to give them an estimate of their value and identify what they are, all without the use of an identify stamp. Right, exactly. Without any other knowledge, just his many hours of studying the DMG when he was a youth. Exactly. Long time ago. Right here. So do you know what you, what the item? I got I got it with me. Oh, okay. Well, welcome to the Artifact Roadshow. I'm uh, James II. Hey, hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, 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 hey what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Awful. Uh, what's up? Are you okay? What's you? Hello. Welcome. What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, hey, 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 Doctor. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You're very antsy. What's up? So what, man? Hey, what's up? What's your name? Hey, what? Hey, what? Sorry. Hey, what are you touching me, man? Get your hand off me, man. Hey, dude. Oh, oh, there. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, all right, man. Very touchy, man. Very touchy, man. Oh, How are you? What the hell, man? A little <laughs> high up there on the thigh there, sir. Okay, all right, man. Jeez, all right. Well, this is a friendly show. How are you today? Oh, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. What's, what's your name? So my name, my name, my name, my name's Steve. Steve. Hi, Steve. What's, what brings you here to the Artifact Roadshow? Okay, so I was like, um, I, like uh, I did a deal. I did a deal, and I got some stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I think I may have been ripped off. Oh, why do you say that? Well, I don't know, man. Like, I like, I like, I like took some of it, like mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was like, people looked at me and they're like, dude, you're like strange, man. Like, like, where's your nose? What happened to your nose? I'm like, what do you mean? What happened to my nose? Mm-hmm. And like, it was weird. They were all looking at me strange. And like, so I don't know, man. I think I got some bad stuff, man. I think I got ripped off and I want to know if I want you to confirm it. Because I've understood that you guys, like, can figure out stuff. Right. And so, like, I want to, like, if it's true, I want to, like, kill somebody. So you scored some stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I spent a lot. Of, I, man, I spent, like, ten silver pieces on this stuff. Wow. Yeah. And I, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what did, what did it look like? Oh, you want to see it? Yeah. Okay. He's pulling something out of his pants. Oh, you know, that's, wait, that's a tissue. I'm oh, uh. sorry. Let me, can I put that there? Let me see what else I got here. Wait, oh, hang on, that's a that's a lens wipe. No, no, I got it here right okay. here. Man. It's all good, man. It's all good here. Oh, it's another. Jeez, oh, you got a lot of. That's a. Is that a pocket of holding? <laughs> What's that, man? 
I don't want to spill any of it. Okay. Oh. It's, it's, it's in there, man. In there. Here you go. Oh, wow. Look at that. A little, little, and you bought this on the street, huh? huh? I'm sorry. That's right. That was in there with my, <laughs> my tissues. Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was in there with my tissues. I understand why you might not want to touch that. You may want to wash your hands after. Oh, that's okay. Afterward. So, yeah. So, I got this. Yeah. So. Wow. It's, uh... There's stuff in there. Yeah, it's in there, man. Take a look. So, I, I snorted some of it. And then they're like, "Where you know, your nose is gone. I'm like, what do you mean my nose is gone? Yes. Yeah. Put your hand out. Put your hand out. All right. Oh. See that? It's a little, it's like little metal. Like little metal. Metal flakes or something. Yeah. I wouldn't, you can taste it if you want, but it was in there with my, well, well no, it wasn't in my tissue because my tissue's on the outside. So you want to take a little taste of that? <laughs> here, look, here. Yeah, a little taste. Look, I'm doing for this show. I'm taking random powders. Dude, what the hell? Wait, what? what's stick your going tongue on? out. No, stick your tongue out. What do you mean? Stick your tongue I, out. I am. What's that? No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're not. Where's your tongue? Uh, There's no out. tongue. Hey, out. It's hey, not out. It your tongue is, is out. not out. What are you dude? talking about? Dude, what the hell? I'm freaking out, man. Oh. Look, watch this. I just tasted some. You uh. see my no, I don't see your tongue what either. What the hell? That's so weird. Here, come here, dog. I should. Why what did the... I take it? I should have gave it to the dog. What the? See, he's smart enough. He's like, nope. <laughs> see, it's bad, dude. You don't like it. <laughs> he's like, hey, nope. Put some of that back in. I might, might want to resell this. Oh, now he's. Oh, oh my. He's gone. What the hell? Here, you want to put? Where, I don't know what you're Where did you find this stuff from? I bought it on the street. I told you. Oh wow. Well. Um, that's pretty impressive for 10 silver pieces. And I don't think you should murder some. I think you should, uh, use it for, what do you do normally, Steve? That's good enough. I work down at the dock. Work down at the dock? Yeah, I work at the dock. I'm part of the, you know, the guild. <laughs> the dock guild? The dock guild. Well, I'm a longshoreman. Unfortunately, if you were looking for a party, this is not the kind of party you're going to get from this. In other words, I knew it! Oh! I'm so angry. Oh, I'm so angry, man. I knew, I knew that source was bad. I was dealing with five by night people. I now worked with them before. Okay, I don't mean, look, I know some people might not like this, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, you can't trust half orcs. You well, just can't, don't, just don't buy stuff from half. Is that the think, lesson here? I don't think you should judge based on who they are. You know, there's 270 races and they all are unique and special in their own way. Well, to me, there's like only five, okay? Oh, and I, did you like oh. it? Oh, oh, it's tasty, right? It's kind of good. All right, you want here? I'm killing my do killing my dog for this for <laughs> well, the show. <laughs> gonna have, he's gonna have a disease after this. Right, we're gonna have Pete after us. Uh, so, um, so I mean, what I would suggest if if you were really wanted to get revenge, I think you're gonna be pretty happy in that instead of snorting it or yeah. consuming it, you should probably. Put it over your head, and and what will happen is I don't I don't think people will be able to see you. What? Yeah, it's it's this is a very common uh, tool of the trade of thieves and assassins and folks who don't want to be. It's a dust of disappearance. You put it over yourself, and it whoa, just, it makes you disappear. So it's not meant to get high on. Holy crap! You better like. Can you get that back? You need to put that back in here. What the hell no, are you I, doing? I, 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 there's still some grain. What are you doing? Get that every little grain in there. You put it on my head. <laughs> okay, there you go. I'm putting it on your head. Your, your head's <laughs> disappearing. <laughs>
<laughs> this is entertainment. This is entertainment. I like that the fact that you brought the, the dust with you for, as a prop. What do you mean a prop? Oh, this is the sorry. real thing. What you... Oh, look. Oh, I like this with sugar. Nah, nah. Great. Now I've made my dog, yeah. I've made my dog an addict. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to bring over dust to disappearance every time I come. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. Dust to disappearance. He does like it. <laughs> he likes dust to disappearance. Give me that dust, man. Oh, this is awesome. So, like, how much do you think I, how much do you think this is worth? Oh, um, I'm going to say if you paid 10 silver pieces, you did a great job because I'm guessing on the, on, not even the black market, if you try to sold it in auction, that you would, uh, you probably, they're probably worth 1,000 gold pieces. Wow, so I, how much should I insure it for? <laughs> I never understood that. A thousand gold pieces. <laughs> wow. That's, that's awesome. So, Steve, you're doing well now. And you can then take that money and get yourself whatever things that make you happy. That will give you a fix. See? Yeah, I can, buy, I, can buy, I can buy real dust. That's right. Uh, real snow. Real snow. <laughs> you're snow blind. Uh, all right. You are correct. Oh, yeah. It is dust of disappearance. I love that you brought a prop with you. That is very nice. A, so pro you, a prop that you could, that's edible. That's right. Uh, look, the dog has lost his mind. It's literally his cocaine. He's like, mmm, <laughs> cocaine. So, and you, you know what? Steve is going to be really happy. It, it, well, he'll be unhappy if he sells at your price. Gold piece sale value? 8,000. Wow. 8,000. 8, now, Let's talk about Because a potion of invisibility, well, the problem is dust of disappearance is way better than a potion. I think a potion of invisibility. How much is a potion of invisibility? Okay, great question. Sorry. No, this is a great question because I want to talk a little bit about this. Potion of invisibility, yeah, it's only worth 500 gold pieces. Okay. So I doubled it thinking, oh, it's, but it's much better. So the question is, why is it much better? Do you, do you have a, do you have what? Because you stay invisible even if you attack. Exactly right. I did not, I was not aware of this. So that is pretty awesome. Yeah. Like improved invisibility. What I'd like to know too is, what, and I don't think that the entry is, is very helpful here, but we'll take a look. You let me know. And I don't know how many uses it has, but go ahead. That's the question. How many uses are there? And I don't think it's very uh, clear. So, yeah, you want to get your DMG out as well? Yeah, now that, now that my dog has licked me clean since he's like, wow, that stuff's amazing. But, <laughs> but that worked because he got cleaned up. Yeah. So Dust of Disappearance is on page 143 okay, of the you. DMG, and I'll start reading it. So this dust exactly resembles that, in, uh, that of appearance and is typically found stored in the same manner in quantity. Uh, okay, so appearance. So the appearance is a fine powder, appears much like any other dust, unless a careful examination is conducted. The latter will reveal it to be more like a metal dust. So it's like kind of little metal pieces. Yeah. But very fine and very light. And one handful of this substance, so a handful flung in the air, will coat all objects. And it typically appears in a, where is it? It's a little pouch, a packet. It is typically in a small silk packet or a hollow, a hollow bone blow tube. So the dust of appearance, all things touched by it. Appearance or disappearance? I'm sorry. Disappear. Now we're on to disappear. Back to disappearance. Because disappearance says that it is similar in appearance. Oh, I got you. It is similar in appearance to appearance. Right. So it's a small metal. It looks normal, like a normal dust. But if you look closely, it looks like metal. And I assume it's also stored. Yeah, typically stored in the same places. So it's typically in a 
small silk pouch or a hollow blow tube. It's called the blow tube. So this is what it does. All things touched by it reflect and bend light of all sorts so as to become invisible to sight or virtually any other means of normal detection or even magical means such as detect invisibility spells. So does that mean, so you can detect invisible people. You have like an automatic base pursuit. It's like 10% or something like that. Yes. Well, if you're high enough level and or intelligent. So I guess that applies here too. Even yes. if you have dust of appearance, you still can be detected. Or disappearance. Dis I keep saying that. Disappearance. So, the, so it says that... Uh, Except the difference is as to be invisible to sight and virtually any means of normal text or even magical means of detect invisibilities. So... Wow. But not, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's even better than that. So it's become invisible to sight. Oh, so if it becomes invisible to sight, does that mean even if I am? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to see it. Wow, that is really good. And it is, so detective visibility doesn't even work. Wow. The only difference that it appears, keep going, I'm sorry. Right, so it lasts two to 20 turns. That's really good, right? That's super long. So the turn is 10 minutes, right? Right, so 20 minutes to 200 minutes. 11 to 20 if carefully sprinkled upon an object. Oh, so, wait, okay. If it, it lasts 2 to 20 turns, 11 to 20 if carefully sprinkled. So, wait, is the second clause limited to objects and not people, or is it about being carefully sprinkled? It's, yes, carefully sprinkled. Oh, so you think an object's a person. So, if you, yes. it's carefully sprinkled, oh, to make sure that it all lands on the person. That's right, or the object. Or the object, 11 to 20. Attack while thus invisible is possible, always by surprise, if the opponent is unable to note invisible things. Wait, how can I note invisible things? If you're high enough level. But I thought I can't do it if it's dust. So you, what you can't do is see them, but what that prevents is the surprise aspect of it. Oh, attack while thus invisible is possible, always by surprise if the opponent is unable to note invisible things. Oh, so I can't see you, but I'm not surprised. That's right. Oh, so if I can note invisible things, I'm not surprised, but I can't see you. Right. Most people are going to be surprised if you get it. If, so if a thief has this and 90%, because again, this, the uh, detection of invisibility by, by intelligence and or level, you have to be pretty high level. It's, so that's on page 60. So... If you have a 17 intelligence and you're 7th level, you have a 5% chance of oh, gosh. And the nice thing about the dust is I can probably just put it, I put it in a little packet. Potions are kind of cumbersome. Right. Okay. Keep note, going. Hmm? Keep going. Okay. So note that uh, always by surprise if the opponent is unable to note invisible things and always at an armor class 4 places better while invisibility lasts. Oh. Plus 4 to hit. So... Is uh, normal invisibility is what? Wait, is it normal invisibility minus four? Yes. It's oh. minus four to hit them, and it's plus four. You're plus four to hit. Oh, okay. So this is the same as that, right? That's right. Okay. It's just a different way of saying it. Note that unlike the invisibility spell, attack, attack while using the dust of disappearance will not obviate the invisibility. Now, that's the best. They'll best save for last. Oh, the, the, yeah, it's you are completely invisible. You cannot be detected except for a dust of appearance, and you surprise everyone who cannot detect invisibility normally. Yes. So that's why it's all, and you, and you, if you keep attacking. So you are basically plus four to hit, and you're minus four. 
and you're surprising people. That's really awesome. good. Now, you ask the question, how many do you get of these? Right? Correct. So if you go back to dust of appearance, right. read near the last two sentences. A packet can be shaken out to cover an area with a radius of 10 feet from the user. A tube can be blown in a cone shape, one inch wide at start, 15 feet at the, one foot wide at the start, 15 feet at the end, and 20 feet long. From five to 50 containers can be in one place. Now that sentence I don't understand. So is a packet, a packet is like a one application? Yes. So a packet, oh, so the two, wait, can it be found? It says it can be found in a tube. Where right. is this? No. Somewhere it says, I'm trying to find out where. Is typically in small silk packets or whole, hollow bone blow tubes. So if it's in a hollow, so it's in a blow tube, so it has like a little, so it comes in like little like. Yeah, this is for dust of appearance because you want to spray an area to see what's invisible. Oh, so usually, oh, okay. So, oh, so you, it's. Sold in like little like yeah little crack vials that you you spread at people. I gotcha. Yeah, because that's better than a little packet. So our mate, yeah, that's right. Because that's that's better, right? The packet is not as good because you're like trying to yeah. Oh, so you can probably buy the tube separately. I'm you? sure you could put do that after the fact. Yeah. So the dust of disappearance, though, you're more going to. You don't really want to. I guess you could blow it. Yeah, I mean, probably, if you had a whole party here and. It, just wanted to blow it on this area and make it invisible. Right. Or door invisible, which doesn't make any sense, but. So it's a one application kind of thing now. Well, it's one application. There's five to 50 containers can be in one place. Meaning that. There's five to 50 applications. Oh, so meaning like, do I have five, fifth, five to 50 packets in little yes. blow tubes? Or do I have five to 50? Because a container is a packet. Or a or, blow tube. So. Why would they say it like that? The five to 50 can be in one place. It, it makes it sound like monsters congregating. Right, but it's just saying you, you're going to find 50 little pa five to 50 packets. Why? Because that's what it says. As opposed to just finding one. Your question was, how many do you get yeah. uses? You get five to 50 based on what I read here. It sounds almost like that's like the typical market, the, the way it does it. The market's like, yeah, you know, this is a 12-pack. Right. Okay, I'd like a 12-pack of... Uh, dust, dust of disappearance. Dis right. So for eight thousand, it's a steal. Then, if you're getting fifty, you get fifty of these for eight thousand. That's amazing because one potion of invisibility. I think it's what you can divide in eighths or something like that. Yeah. So what's the eight thousand dollars? So when it says eight thousand, what's that? How many applications? How many containers? So that would be for the full fifty. Because just like wands, I would treat it like wands and rods and staffs. Right. The price that you see. There's an asterisk on page 122 on gold piece sale value. Oh, yes. We like asterisk. Yes. Assumes full charge are in item. Oh, so you consider right? that makes sense. So you could do 8,000 divided by 50. Right. Is something. I think there's a 16 in there. Something, yeah. So 50, exactly. Whatever that is. <laughs> math is hard. Yeah, math is hard. So it's probably divided by 50 Here's is 400. Yeah, 400, something like that. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, we could do the math. Someone do the math for us. Please, for the love of God, do the math for us. Do something out there. Let's see. 8,000 divided by 50. 160. 160. Oh, so gold. it's 160 gold. Gold pieces per packet. 
per packet. That makes more Assuming sense. Assuming you're leveraging the same... The only reason we're doing this is because it says the dust exactly resembles that of appearance and is typically found stored in the same manner and quantity. Right. And quantity. Right. So quantity says 5 to 50. Right. So, so that packet may have only... That packet on the roadshow... Is 160. Is 160. And that makes more sense then. Right. So I actually overvalued it. Right. Right. It should have been only 160. Something we really have. Right. If like, only, who told you? If you only got one. You only got one, which is what it sounds like. Thousand. Who said right. that was a thousand? Yeah, because that guy selling them off is like crack, or right. whatever, cocaine. He's right. a dummy. Yeah, they don't realize what they're selling. Right. Okay. It's like setting fentanyl. You know, they're they're selling stuff is way be- more way dead more deadly. You cover that with yourself, and you could rob whatever you want and can't be seen. Uh, right. Uh, right. I'll I'll steal the drugs. Right. Right. All right. And you surprise people. I mean, that's literally assassins would kill for this. Figurity and literally. Did you steal my mulch oh, Yes, I did. Wait, no, I didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Nope. No, I didn't. Not. You're still okay. Oh, that's true. So the, the, the yeah, assassins go love this stuff. Yeah, because oh, surprise right. equals assassination. Okay. Oh, yeah, make the door invisible and I watch people run through it. That is fun. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is fun. Oh. Wait, that's... Oh, but wait a second. If the door's invisible. You see, oh, you see past it. You see past it. Right. Yeah, you don't just see like just nothing. Yeah, it's like when the when you run into the uh Yeah, because when you run into the, the glass slider. You know, we've well, you know, you've seen people smash into the glass yeah. slider because they don't see it. That's right. So when something turns invisible, you don't just see like wavy lines, like there's you something see, there. Yeah, you see past it. Like X ray. Right. Like you're not there. Right. That's terrible. You That's can do horrible things. Correct. The, mark- the, door, the door is just the beginning. Right. The door, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's multiple turns. Now, again, the difference, the only advantage is visibility has, not the potion, but the spell, is it's permanent until you do something. Break it. Wait, what is, what's, oh, the spell is permanent until you break it. Yes. And the potion is. It's whatever it is. So the potion is the worst one. It's right. bulky. You can't attack. It's limited in time. Well, you can't attack, but you have to. Um... So the advantage of the potion is anyone can use it. You don't have to be a magic user. Well, okay, right. And right. you can take a sip of it. It lasts for a few minutes. You make your attack, and then you can take another sip. Right, because you do lose it when you attack. Correct. Right, got it. Okay. The dust is the best it does. by far. Right. Okay. The blow. The blow, yeah. Right. Go. Unless it's the dose of choking and sneezing, then you're dead. Right. But you have to have that, right. because this is too good. So you right. have to have something. That's right. why the ha-ha, ha-ha game. Uh, oh, there you go. Lloyd has a spreadsheet of all the things there. Okay, well, so there you go. Dust of disappearance, amazing stuff. Yes. If you want to break, you break your game, give that out. He thumbs up. On the things that people will use to break their games, that is one. All right, well, we are on to our... We're combining two segments, right? We're doing a mashup, right? Like we are. We're combining two, two things in one, which is uh, we have our night encounter. I, I need the, uh, what's that song? Night Shift. The, the Night Shift. When Knuckles, the thief, he is now going to, instead of uh, gain his fortune by uh, throttling the random night encounter, this time he is going to instead going to 
go down to Mermaid's Grotto <laughs> He's and, and, about and harass them. Well, look at them. Right? Who wants to go? And there's a big treasure chest there. Yes, there's treasure. There's something. And yeah, and there's and uh, there's and there's a chest. There you go. All right. So yeah, so so yeah, he's the allure of. So tell me, James. Yes. What is this legend of the Mermaid's Grotto? So you know, don't you think he must have heard about? It. So here's nothing, of course, from but page twenty-seven. Page twenty-seven of the player's handbook. You right? He's a half orc with long arms. His abnormally freakishly long arms. Correct. And he's heard. So yeah. So the legend. He's heard of the legend of mermaids. I mean, it would be like if, if you were over there. My arm would. Be, oh, yeah. This, <laughs> the legend of the mermaids and the and the valley, on the oceans off the valleys of the mystics. Well, that's Otis Bay. Oh, so he's oh. built, there's Otis Bay. Well, we'll find out what body of water. Otis Bay is there, which of course has the uh, white whale. Mm -hmm. W i g h t. So uh, yeah, he's in the. For those of you playing at home. Right. He's in the valley of the mystics. Uh, do you, where's your book? Do you have the... Oh, yes. we do a read? From, sure, absolutely. The, the Valley of the Mystics? For those who don't have the Almanac, purchasable at Smolder Nun Games. Not affiliated with Wizards of the Coast. Not because we don't want to be, but because they haven't allowed us to. Valley of the Mystics, page 14 in the Grog Empire. Right. I'll now read to you the Valley of the Mystics. Where Knuckles is. Okay. This is, this is, this is run by... The Guildmaster, Sage, Sublimity, Archduke, Distinguished Champion of Hudson Valley. Ah, excellent. The capital is Humism. Yes. 46,000 people. Just had dinner with him yesterday. There you go. The Valley of the Mystics is named for the numerous presence of mystical creatures that thrive off the Valley of Wonderment, which is currently located within the Providence, which is currently located within the Providence, is in fact several valleys, each with their own auras. The deep water harbor city of Thomism, residing on the coast, serves as the capital and welcome center to all manner of visitors. All who come in peace are welcome in the port and can arrange tours into the valley. On the western border, the mountain city of Mayism serves a similar purpose to those arriving overland routes. When turning, okay, well, you know, it goes on for, well, when turning the valley, it is possible to see any manner of creatures and thus a constant stream of travelers will come to the valley as refuse to their boring lives elsewhere. I'm listening. I'm a let dense, the dog out. Yeah, let uh, Jack out. Go. He's, he's high on sugar. Yeah, he's like, he's not, now he needs to go. <laughs> go on. Somebody else's problem. A dense forest surrounds the Central Valley and serves as home to many creatures and provides much of the lumber needed to support the Providence. The Hudson Valley River, which flows eastward to the coast, originates from the Castum Mountains on the western border. The amazing thing about this river is that the water flowing through it is Pure, sparkling water. This is because the natural springs that feed into the river are known to have magical properties. The end result is a water that is the most desirable on the planet for drinking or as foundation to many potions. The government of the Providence is a central council. Each of the valleys within the Providence send representatives to the council. These representatives then elect a guildmaster, sage sublimity, or shoot to lead the council. They either resign or die in office. Oh. Okay, so we've got a couple things here. So notice, so they've got the Hudson River Valley, right, uh, which originates in the Castim, oh, Tim Cask, Cask Tim, the Cask Tim Mountains, Cask Tim Mountains, Cask Tim Mountains. They, um, the the water there is a pure sparkling water, 
the natural springs that feed into the river are so known to bottle have... as part of a grog con. That should be the official water. Exactly right. So, so for all, so we don't know where to go. It could be some mermaid's grotto could be somewhere in this river flowing from the Hudson. In the it could be in the Hudson Valley River. It could also we're also on the coast here as well. So we got to figure out where we think we're going to go swimming. Okay. Are we in the river? Why don't you just do yes, no for that? Sure, God. Are we in the Hudson Valley River? No, but. So we're at the we're, we're at where the river meets the bay. The deep water harbor city? Yes. Is it deep, Are we okay. in the deep water harbor city? Yes. Exclamation point. Okay. So we're in the deep, wa so we're in the deep water sense. harbor. Yes. Right on the coast, right? At Otis Bay. Otis Bay. Okay. So that's where we've, we've got information. We've bought information that that's where... Mermaid's, Mermaid's Grotto. Grotto. Which the Chamberlain of Australia sounds like a dodgy pub, the Mermaid's Grotto, which is very true. <laughs> well, you know that you know it's also there too, right? Clearly, right. we're starting with a drink right, at, at the Mermaid's, Mermaid's Grotto. Right. Which tells us about the Mermaid's Grotto. Right. We yes. got information. Like, tell me about tell me about the mermaid. Ah, I see a guy with one eye. Ah, yeah, so Carl, let me tell ya. He's got one arm. He tells a tale of being, you know, being severed at the mermaid. I'll go get your arm. Not a problem. Oh, that would be mighty nice of your laddie. Yes, that. Yeah. So he's Popeye. So all right. So yeah. So we're gonna try to find the mermaid's grotto. So in order to find it, it's obviously underwater, which means you need to look at the underwater rules for adventure. What page number? Page fifty-five. Okay. And as and as Gary describes. The, we know the ocean floor is home to under the sea, uh, sorry, of numerous ancient submarine civilizations and dark green realms. So how do you deal with this? Well, you, it's first, what's the first problem you're going to have on page 56 if you are Knuckles? Breathing. Breathing. is going Or to lack be, thereof. Or lack thereof. It's going to be a problem. Yeah, because so, yeah, interesting, because I'm going to have to go down. How far, wait, how far down? Okay, so this is the legend. This is the painting. At, right. the, at the pub. Right. Right. And, and Knuckles, how? what's his intelligence? He's actually pretty smart. For a half orc. Rude. Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. He so has bought into that this is, it's not just a painting. He, he believes this is actual fact. Was that, well, you told me this. That's right. What's your name? I don't know what's your, what, what's your name, sir? Right? So, who, well, well, you know. Uh, Pegleg McGraw. Ah, uh, Pegleg McGraw. Yeah. So, Pegleg McGraw says that, which is strange because he lost an arm. So, so, you, so let me get this straight. You painted. You you've seen. You've been there. You you tussled. You lost oh, a leg. Oh, of course. I, 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 arm leg. Arm. I lost an arm and a leg. Look. Oh, his arm and leg. Why is that your peg leg, McGraw? That's right. <laughs> one arm. One Am leg. I, what's my wisdom? Oh, what's my wisdom? A nine? Am I getting suspicious about this story? A nine. Yeah, it's close. It's, it's a little stodgy. I'm starting to get a little. You better save this. Right. So yeah. Okay. So. Uh, my understanding is you drew that you painted this after. Oh, right. I have a vivid memory, boy. Just like this. Just like this. So with my one good arm. So I see that it is, is it, and it's in the harbor. Full of treasure. <laughs> and my arm. <laughs> right. And my leg. <laughs> so all right. So I'm looking for your leg and your arm. Yes. And treasure. <laughs> now it seems to be close to the surface. Oh, right there. It's right. You just jump into the bay, boy. Right there, the city. I see, right there. Okay. And there's two mermaids. Ah, that's the two I found. Okay. Evelyn and Gladys. Now, last time you sent me to the unicorns, whatever, field, and that didn't go well. 
But this is I told you not to mess with the pointy horse. <laughs> all right. So uh, sounds good. All right. So what? Well, yeah. So all right. Well, um, but wait a second. So how many how many feet down does that seem to you? Do you like recall? Fifty or sixty. Fifty or sixty. I don't know. Two fathoms. I don't know how fathoms are. But all right. So fifty. So it's I like gotta. I think I can hold. My, what do you think? I think I can hold my breath going down. Well, there. if you promise to bring back my leg, yes, I will give you these special DM pills, DM air pills. Does it look like that? No, this looks, looks like one of these. There's a pill. There's a little pill there. You take it. It's a DM air pill. Can we give that to Jack too? No, no, we don't want him to explode. We're not going to do that. That would be terrible. So give we got all sorts of things in our pockets this episode, don't yes. we? The DM may find experience to create such things as air pills or seaweed herbs that confer temporary power to breathe when ingested. I thought that was very interesting. I noticed that line too. I thought it was very interesting because because Gary here is saying, look, he's saying basically what the. Uh, the answer and sage advice, whatever, said or just fell Look, it's your adventure. Do what you want to do, right? right? Don't mess with it. We want air pills? There's air pills. I just gave you a DM air pill. So I've got an air pill. Buddy, uh, BC powder pills. That's right. But I better, it's only going to last for, all right, so I've got an air pill. Got it. Thank right. you. So that's the good news, because you got to be able to breathe. Right. But Gary says DMs hand out stuff like this. So I've got an air pill. Now, movement. Is this going to be a problem? So what I was going to do is I was going to buy some chain mail. Mm-hmm. And then go swimming. Is right. this a problem? Yes, because if you can't swim, right, anything heavier than leather. No, that's good except news. Except magic armor. Now that's good news for knuckles because you have no money. And I have, I think I have leather. Don't I have leather? You do, uh, or do I have nothing? I, I have, have nothing. nothing. I have anything? I don't think I have anything. Oh, okay. Well, this is good news. Do I have Ocean Pacific swim trunks? Uh, I don't have to roll. Do you remember OP? Yes, OP. Right? Do I have OP swim trunks? Well, there was two. Wasn't there two rivals? They had like yeah, that little OP or what's the kind other? of rainbow thing on them or whatever, you know? I remember, yeah, when I was a kid, we always, they all had to wear them and the bikes, the BMX bikes. I do. Oh, I can't afford it. Can't the rich kids it. have them. I have Kmart. <laughs> you have the Kmart version. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. It's so true. It, it, it was my life. Everyone had the OPs or whatever, and I had like some the like generic. green. Yeah, there's a white stripe. That's it. They may have been pajamas for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I was. <laughs> you were knuckles. That's why this hits so so close. It to home. does. It does. It's bringing back the eighties. So all right. So yeah. I've, all right. So uh, all right. So that's good news. Well, the good news is I don't even have a shirt. Right. Well, yeah. What am I wearing? Where is that? Pants. Yeah. This would be perfect. Right. This, this grotto is well, made for me. Well, what you're gonna do? You're yeah. gonna be. You're gonna be like my ancestors. Oh, there's like the. I got the dust of disappearance. That's right. The the bag, well, the bag, of, the sack of cash, I think you got from the merchant. Yeah, but it probably has the dust of disappearance have, in it. I have no shoes. Right. Yeah, this is probably me, like, getting ready to go swimming. Right. This picture. Okay, I'm sorry. You said what you were saying. Well, the way the Greeks used to do sponge diving, which is, they didn't have anything fancy back in the day, took boulder, tied yourself to boulder, whew, roll boulder down, has you sink to the bottom. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, then I need to get and rid of the And then you took your knife to cut the rope and you go back up after you got the fish. Wow. I'm not going to do that today, but that's, I like that idea. Well, that's, if you want to get down quickly, that's which we want to do. Yeah, but the problem is it seems to be the painting has it on like a coral reef or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to go down here. Yeah, then you have to climb up. And I don't know how deep that is. Yeah, that's true. I can just keep going and going well, and going. Well, you cut the rope at that point. I end up on the other side of the world. 
Well, what if I'm like panic? Well, that, then you have a problem. I'm going to swim to the grotto. Okay. And here's the great news. You know, this is like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm -hmm. You know why this is like Raiders of the Lost Ark? Follow the sunbeam. Ah, it's the, right. the sun. I know exactly where it is. The sun is right. I'm just going to follow the sun. That's oh, the next section, vision. Yes. Okay. Yes, because it gets dark. The deeper I go, right? Right. I can see, what does it say? I can see 50 feet in fresh water, 100 in salt water. So this is great because this is salt water. So I can do 100 feet away, but it's going to get limited as we go down, right? At a depth of... Right. It gets becomes obscured. Right. But how far, okay, so how far down can I go, though, and not be too obscured? It says 100 here. 100, okay. Distance of vision will vary according to depth. Basically, characters will be able to see objects in movement up to 50 feet away in fresh or 100 feet away in salt water. The depth limits of vision is the same as the distance of Characters can see until they go below 50 feet or 100 in salt. I think that's, look, this is clearly within 100 feet. Yes. Because we can see it. Right. So the, this is probably like about, all right, so that's good news. Right. So you don't want to go diving too deep. If you do, you're going to need to. You're going to have to, well, you, then you potentially could use infrared vision, ultra vision. Right. But okay. The good news is, and, and as Gary says, infrared vision is kind of rough down there because there's a lot of different temperatures going on. Seaweeds come in, water currents have different, right? That's right. Cold water it's, comes in. It's like being in a kaleidoscope. Yes. You kind of, you know, when you look at the kaleidoscope, it's like, woo, it's kind of, it's Kind of freaky. You you would be you'd be jacked up from it. And that and that of course right. And that's for when you're either night diving, skinny <laughs> dipping. That's right, skinny dipping. Oh mate, you think I should go? Well, you are pretty much just putting your pants on. You look very. Should I take them off? Yeah, you may want to. Maybe. Do maybe, I want? Maybe the mermaids would like that. Am I going to take my? Okay. Yes. No, no but <laughs> I don't even want to know. You made them shorts now. Yeah, I roll them up. You rolled them up, right? That's right. Like, exactly. Yeah, like uh, like uh, Tom Sawyer or something. Oh, right? I'm the kid that's like in the jeans in the pool. <laughs> that's right. You're the kid. <laughs> he just rolled them up. That's right. He's that's you. Got the underwear. That's the you. Jeans. That's right. I'm white, worse than the white. Kmart kid. That's right. You don't even have pants. Trucks. You don't even have, yeah, you have to pull up your jeans. Oh, oh total loser. That's the picture we need of Knuckles, him, him <laughs> swimming with the kids when he's a young one with the, with the jeans rolled I'm up. Oh, I'm totally peed in the pool. <laughs> All right. Then they throw you out. You're banned. <laughs> no half works. No half works. Yeah, you they... got your pool tag? No. I have a pool tag. No, because you can't go in. Oh, that's oh. terrible. This, oh. is, this is so sad now. <laughs> horrible. Knuckles. Poor Knuckles. All, All right. right. Well, I hope I find that treasure, dude. Yeah. There's a chance. There is a chance. But Maybe. it's whatever the random... Because it's what, what the reality is, whatever is the random right. role. Exactly. It better be mermaid right. and treasure. We'll have to see. Or I'm going to be pissed off. Okay, if it isn't, can I come back and backstab? Can that be the next part where I backstab Pegleg? Sure. Yeah. You can try. Or at least rob him. Yeah. He better not be lying to me, Pegleg. Well, we'll find out. So he's all laughing at me because I'm a total <laughs> loser. <laughs> Works every time. I sent that poor Knuckles off to. Died. Ah, that's so uh, funny. Uh, last time, the unicorn. Okay. <laughs> All right. So basically, Knuckles is going to go to each of these uh, scenes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. So now, next, combat. Combat. Right. Combat's a problem. The combat is a big problem. Because I can't use a lot of weapons that I like, right? Right. What can't I use? Pretty much anything that slashes or cleaves. Okay. So and crushing is also a problem. Due to water resistance, effective use of crushing or cleaving weapons will not be possible. Only... Thrusting weapons. Hey. 
will be of any use. This means spears, tridents, daggers. Don't I have a dagger? What do I have? Dagger. That's right. So that's the good news. Right. I'll be able to use that. You'll be okay. using your dagger. Okay, so I'll be using my dagger. And it seems to me that I can attack. So do I attack normally? You do, but you go last. So if that's, you're fighting aquatic creatures. So I will tell you, the one thing I do like about underwater combat is a lot of it is pretty simple. Yes. If the vision rules are pretty simple. How can you breathe? Got it. Yep. You can use some weapons and not others. I, what I like, this is what I like. Mm. I like things that are yes, no's. Yes. Not like... It depends. Exactly. And maybe, can I use this weapon or not? And if I can use it, does it you do normal? Yes. So that's good news, right? Just, I go last. Right. They go first. Right. Easy. Yes. But now... Unless it's a net. There we go. That's a little more complicated. So apparently nets are a big deal down below. Yes. Netting, capturing people by nets. So there's paragraphs about, and you want to be a Sohagen, or a Suhuagen. Suhuagen. Well, you know, we had Stephen Marshall on the show. I know. Uh, You can't remember. I do remember. I don't remember. Did he tell... Did He He didn't win... He had to. If we had to bring it up, we had to ask him about the creature. Didn't he create that? He did. He did. Okay. Well, I've always said Sahagan. Okay. So the, the, the short version is, you are, if you are a landlubber, you are at a disadvantage against intelligent creatures or any creature in the sea that you're fighting. If you're not, if you're swimming, because again, you're not natural, it's not natural for you to do this kind of stuff. Yeah, we don't even know if I can swim. I don't know, can you swim? Well, that's a problem. That'll be quick. That'll be like the spider and the golem. Can I swim? No, but... But what? You're breathing, so you're just flailing around. Unless, okay. You're going to learn to swim pretty quick. So I'm going to have to make a saving throw to avoid drowning or something? What's going to happen? Or dex check? Or what's going to happen? At some point, we're going to have to figure out how you're going to get back up. I can't really swim. Right, so you flail down, so you're just going to sink. This is a problem. Yeah. How am I? Well, you're going to land here in the garage, then we're just going to figure out how you get back. Okay. You may have to just walk on the bottom and crawl up. The rock? That's right. Oh, but I don't go too far down. Waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Because you only have so much time with the pills. They're not unlimited. Will you give me a chance to discover Atlantis? Because Atlantis exists. He says it in here, remember? The bubble. So again. All right. So go ahead. So again. That's right. I might. Uh, he says to who again? Is there a chance I'll discover Atlantis? Because Atlantis is referenced in here. It actually exists. Remember the bubble yes, cities over right. Atlantis or something like that? Will you get a chance to find it here? No. But it's, if you keep walking into the bay, maybe you would. Yeah, all right. I would imagine Atlantis wouldn't be right off the coast. I'm just saying that's probably not a great place. Okay. That's my guess. Okay. All right. So, so netting is very preferable, but you have to be proficient in it. And it, it, it's better if there's two people because they throw it. Right. If there's one... You throw it, but what is that, minus four? Something like that, right. And I guess, I guess the to-hit roll is whether or not the person has been covered by the net, right? Yes, yeah, right. But then, then what gets not answered is how do people get out from under a net? So let's say I do a to-hit. So I'm fighting with a net, right? So, oh, and I love this. This is great. Did you notice about the proficiency? You can take as a proficiency underwater netting. Did you see that? Yes, that's right. That yeah. was, unless they undergo extent, so... The underwater combat net is a difficult weapon to use, and player characters who attempt it will do so at minus four to hit unless they undergo extensive training and choose the underwater net as a weapon of proficiency. Such training must take place underwater. So this is great. So you could actually, we are like, okay, so you're rolling, I bet you never thought of this. You're rolling up your character. Like, okay, I get, I'm a fighter. I get, what, four proficiencies? Yeah. And you're like, oh, what do you want to take, James? You're like, yeah, I took 
underwater net. Right. That's awesome. You sh and you should, because that would be super yeah. fun. Now, my guess is, I don't know if this is true, since they mentioned the Suhuagin or Sahagin, that we would look at their nets there to see if it talks about how to get out of it. Oh, that's very interesting. So I'm, I'm going now to page 84 of the Monster Manual to see if it talks about nets there. So continue with your discussion. I'll look for the nets. Okay. So, all right. So human types will also some, somewhat be slowed underwater. So aquatic creatures will always get the first chance to hit unless the human is armed with a significantly larger weapon than the opponent, which will not be knuckles. Only those characters with free action ability from a ring helm or otherwise will be able to move as if above water. They can use any type of weapon they can normally use. So that'd be very nice and receive no restriction penalties. Nets will prove useful as an adjunct to thrusting weapons underwater, especially if both of the combatants are swimming. There are several ways nets can be used. Two or more characters can stretch a large net between them and foul up attackers and combatants by maneuvering it so that their opponents become entangled therein. This is most effective versus charging or unsuspecting opponents who have less chance of avoiding it. Nets can also be wielded single-handedly in combat, but they must be weighted. Okay, so it's got to be weighted. Right. So in other words, if you go down there with just a net, I mean, yeah, that'd be hilarious. You just throw it, it's just like, it's on you. Yeah, it's, it's right, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> you're, you're entangled. You're entangled yourself. As a net is thrown, so it, does a net, how do, you, how do you weigh down a net? You have little weights on the end of it. Do you have to pay for that? So in other words, is there, is there, I assume there's a net in the player's hand, but going to cost money? No. Oh, there's not net. Under equip really? Not that I'm aware of. Well, I'm sure you're right. I mean, you know, I gotta look. Right? You should look. Trust but verify. And unfortunately, in the uh, the Sahagan or Sahuagan, there is no it just says that nets are used to entrap victims, trines use have three uses, and the nets hold them. So they doesn't really talk about how to use a net. But I'm sure in other versions, one of the monsters here has net and will tell you how to use the net. Oh. And then, of course, there's the book that shall not be named has it. So, does, it have, it has, does it have a price for nets? In the book that shall not yeah. be named? Yes. Okay. Well, we don't have that. Nets wielded single hand must be weighted. Okay. So if I wanted to use this net, mm -hmm. I, mean, I would need to get to buy some weights, too. So basically, you go into, like, you know, like a bass store or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's uh, a pro I, shop. Yeah. Or like the uh, wilderness adventure shop. Yep. The wilderness adventure shop. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, okay, help me. I need a little bit of help here. I'm going. Oh, you want a single or a double? I'm sorry. Okay, I don't know what. You, well, I, you want a one. You want two twenty. Two twenty one. It's like a tent. Like it's like a tent. You want a single tent or a double tent? Well, maybe I can tell you. I, I, I maybe I've not done this before. Maybe I can tell you what I'm going to do, and you can help me. Are out. You going by yourself? Yes. You want a single one? Uh, okay. So I'd because like you're going to throw it yourself. Yeah. Got it. Because what this will, so what I'm going to do is so I'm going down to get the treasure at the Mermaid's Grotto. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Got another one going to the grotto. Okay, make sure you get cash. What are all those people's pictures on the wall? <laughs> so uh, like the right stuff, you know. They all died and going to the grotto. Okay, so uh, yeah, what I so I, I yeah I'm going down. Just me. I, I estimate that this is about I'd say sixty feet deep, mm -hmm. and it's in the harbor. Right. And so those are the kind of cre I'm concerned that there's mermaids. What I was going to do is I thought what I would do is I'd throw a net. Right. I got a dagger. Right. But I'd throw a net over the mermaid yep. as well. So, so I can capture. It, yeah. So what do you, so, so 
Can you help me out here? Yeah, here's a, you need a single one. Now, a single have, you, net? have you ever used it before? In the I've never one? used it. I've never used it's, a net. It's a very difficult I'm weapon to not use. Proficient. I didn't right. take. I took dagger, and that's it. And yeah, that was it. Yeah, I'm a thief. You I mean, a specially I'm, made crossbow. I, I don't have one. Would you recommend one? Yeah, you have to. You have to pay ten times the price, though. So how much would that be? I might be able to afford that. Hang uh, on, let me try. Probably a thousand gold pieces, is my guess. Okay, I have ten silver pieces and, and sixteen copper. Yeah, I think you may have a gold piece. It's crossed off. I think I oh, must have used yeah, it. You had to go to the guild probably and pay. Yeah, I have ten. I have this, and you see ten silver pieces, sixteen gold copper pieces. Oh uh, yeah. You, well, then you need to get out of here. <laughs> you, um, you can't buy anything. Wait, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, all right, fine, fine. All right, I'm going out, I'm going out. Okay, it, is yeah, it... Yeah, light cross would be like 120 gold pieces. Fine, I'm going out, I'm going, I'll am i be right back. Okay. I'm going out into the city, daytime. Oh, oh now you're going to go up before... I'm going to go, go pay pocket. We're going to, you're going to try to pick... Well, I need to buy... How much does that net cost? How much does the net cost about, roughly? 10 gold pieces? Like the cheap, I just... Is that, I'll take pieces. the cheap. I just want a cheap Five one. gold pieces. I want like the, doc, the, yeah, this, the generic. Right, the Kmart version. <laughs> exactly. Right, I don't need like the all special, you know. Right, you're it's, you're just walking out. Whoever the first person you see, yes, you're gonna try to mug. I yeah, mean, uh, pick or pay, whatever. It depends. Right, roll, roll percentages. Okay, so you are on the DMG yep, page one ninety one, and it is daytime. Yes, six. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do I see? Tell me what I see. Uh. You see a bunch of nondescript people mulling around. Oh, okay. Roughly, oh, how, like, how many, roughly? One, possibly two. Okay, I'm going to go up and... Uh, I'll roll percentages again. Okay. 37. Okay. As you walk up to these two, alms for the poor, please. We need your... Any money, thank you. Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. I'm taking out a copper piece. And when I'm doing that, there's two of them? Yep. So when I'm doing that, I'm like... Oh, praise be uh, the Lord, your Lord, and I like uh, I reach out for like a hug. Okay. You well, know? they hug you. They're dirty and smelly. Oh, I'm, lots of hugs, and I'm you know, and they're old. Dirty. And one of them's an old woman, and then kind of looks at you like handy. well, it, she looks familiar. I mean, she doesn't recognize you because you knocked her out the last. Oh time. my God, is is that was she the drunken? <laughs> She's back. She's back. <laughs> but I, I got. I but I, this is this is her brother and her brother. I think I got like a cheese. piece of cheese. <laughs> Just guess what you'll be getting if you're successful. <laughs> not a net. You get the other piece of cheese. Is not there a net, net in her pocket? No, but roll percentage. You got to roll your th your pickpocketing chance, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Each one, I'm getting a hug from each one. Right. Here's number one. Eighty-seven. You've oh, and there's totally like failed. numbers if you fail. Like what right. happens, right? If yeah. they like realize it. And then the second one's sixty-five. All right. Eighty-seven and sixty-five. Yeah. What's my? Do I know my percentage? Probably not. We didn't write it down. Well, what's Why your would we? I'm only a thief. Uh, my dex is a, it's a 15, and I'm a half orc. Uh, oh, you clearly. I, well, pickpockets, is that the highest one? 15, you don't get any bonus for dex. I'm never going to. I'm going to wait. I'm, the question is only how much I lose it by, miss it by. Uh, half orc, you get minus five for pickpockets. You're a first level. Yes. You have a 25% chance. Okay. And I just got a 60. I got an 87, so I missed by... Yeah. Okay, so many. right. If the score is twenty-one or more above the number shown, the victim notices the yeah. attempt. Yes. The potential victim reduces the thief's chance of success by five for every level he is above the third, which is not the case here. Yeah, well, they clearly know. So they they notice you. Right, they notice that I'm like reaching into their pocket. 
Right. They reach, and so here's the good news. Are they going to beat me? Uh, you, what, your first level? Yes. Uh, I have enough XP to be second. Does that count? <laughs> that doesn't count. I just need the training, man. I should start begging. Let me become a beggar. Um, you also felt a little tug, but you don't really, not sure what happened. Whoa. Yeah, it's a little tugging, little tugging and yanking from the brother. Wow. You're trying to pickpocket me? Dude. Uh, when you, under, under that thing, there's a one to eight, there's a one to, there's a percentage chance that one of them is a thief. I'm just going to freaking, I'm like, give me, I'm taking, okay, you know what? I'm like. Why are you, it's you again. It's you, the guy. I'm like, I take out my, my dagger. I'm like, empty your pocket. Oh, well, he, let's, see, let's see what, he's a first level thief, so I gotta figure out what he oh, is. Oh, God, he is? I didn't know that. I yeah. thought he's a wine-sodden bump. No, that was another guy. This, that was the drunk. These guys are beggars. Oh. <laughs> Wait, why do you say he's a, a beggar's a one-person level thief? No, there's a chance. I, had a, I rolled, you rolled a chance, oh. and one of them is a thief. Oh, really? When you get beggar? Right. There's a chance that one of them? Correct. Hey, you look familiar. <laughs> That's right. Hey. Jim? Jim. Wait, we may be the same guild. You could, I was, what the hell? It was a big town. Beggar. Beggars are encountered one, but possibly two, young or old. There is a chance that a beggar will be a thief. Young Earl. How old is uh, So he's a thief. So he's a thief, and he's with the, he's with the female, the right. wine side. They said they're brother and sister. They're not brother and sister, right. Is this his woman? You don't. What is this? Do you want all the backstory? You don't know this. I'm asking. No, I'm asking you. Yes, they're... I'm like. What? Do you, I'm like. I know right. you. I'm like. Who? What are you doing? Right. This is a cougar. She's a cougar. He's a, he's a young thief. Well, look. Here's the he deal. He gets good. She gets good cheese. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You pulled your knife out. Now it's a, now it's initiative. Wait, 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 wait. I want parlay. Oh, well, you you can't. What? How many actions are you gonna get? You're gonna. Five. <laughs> Let me go again, Gary. Come on, Gary. Give me a second. I didn't mean to say it, Gary. No, Gary, please. Please, Gary, no. I mean, look at this. All right, it's pathetic. I'm pathetic. All right, go ahead. Yes, uh, I declared my action. You declared. Pulling you pull, out my dagger. Pull out your weapons, and you're threatening them. That's true. All right, give me. Yeah, declare your action. Pull out dagger and threaten. Give me a D10. Okay. Ten. All right. Uh... Excellent. Use, give me a D6, please. Five. Okay. When you pull out your dagger, mm -hmm. he pulls out a longsword. That's what he has. Hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> now it's initiative. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> What's your declared action? Parlay. <laughs> You're going to parlay now. Okay. <laughs> it's between parlay and run. So, so what happened was you see these two... Sh huddled masses, sh sh and you yeah. hug them. They're all hugging. All of a sudden, you all back off and draw weapons. <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster! This wasn't any good for him in, either. In broad daylight, too. That's true. This is all good. Okay. okay. Uh, his initiative five. There, his yeah. or there. Well, she doesn't do anything. Party she, initiative. She's oh. a beggar. Oh, all right. She's literally a beggar. Three. Give me your money, or I'll kill you. Okay. Now it's my action. Yeah. Wait. I know where the mermaid's grotto is. All right, so I have to roll a reaction. What's your, what's your charisma? Knuckles. Six. Oh, yeah, that's right, reaction roll. Yes. 
63. And so is there like a negative? Yeah, there? there's oh, a huge negative. Oh, jeez. Oh, knuckles. <laughs> I don't know. Attacking people in broad daylight? I don't know. I wasn't attacking. I was, well, I, okay, fair enough. Yes, I was. But before that, I was trying to rob him. 63 is uncertain, but we're gonna, you get a negative. Charisma of 6 is minus 10. All right, so it's 53. You're uncertain, uninterested. That's what it says. So, so basically, you're uninterested in my explanation? <laughs> yeah. You're uninterested in the grotto? Oh, you're like, yeah. I don't care about that. I don't care about that stupid tail. It's not a tail, dude. Seriously. No, no. No, I know where I run. Oh, wait, it's time to declare it? Wait, are you time to declare at this point? Yes. I'm going to flee. Okay. I just... Three. Six. All right, you get to go. Oh, but, but you get an attack. I do get an attack. Why would you want... What? Are you really going to attack I'm me? Gonna, I'm going to hit you in the back of the head because I don't want to kill you. That's It's broad daylight. Oh, you're like that golem. <laughs> Let's see if I hit you. 20! Oh, how many hit points you got, Knuckles? I have three. Now you're knocked out. He knocked you out. He knocked you out. He hit you in the back of the head. Now you have nothing. They take your stuff. Oh, crap. I lost. <laughs> that went terribly. <laughs> okay, so, but I come too because that was not. After a few, yeah, after, you know, an hour, you wake up and you're just, oh. Do I have pants? Wait. Do yeah, I still have pants? Probably not. <laughs> do don't, I wake, don't roll that one. That's do, I wake, do I wake up in jail? Well, let's start with, you, know, you do you have pants? Well, that's going to determine whether I wake up in jail. Yes, yes but you, 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 yeah, they've been wedging. You were wedging. <laughs> they, they rolled up your pants and they've now give you a wedging. Oh, I'm like hanging from somewhere. I'm like, <laughs> people are throwing stuff at me. That's right. There's birds are pecking at me. Exactly. All right. I'm, so not, after, I'm going down. Now right? you have a big knot on your head after. All right. I'm going to the, I'm going. Have I'm not, you learned anything? Yes. I'm not, the only good news is that they didn't take the pill because somehow they've. Oh, it's in the pants. Yeah. The pants. It was very tiny. Right, very tiny. All right. I'm just going. I'm not, clearly, I'm not getting in that. So I'm just going down to the grotto. Now you have, don't have any weapon. That's true. They took your dagger and everything. Is that fist? Oh, no, you can't use fist. Your fist won't work underwater. Yeah, fist, it's, it's threshing, but it's not, very, it's not very helpful. You probably, I'll say you want to try to find a knife somewhere. I'm going to... Uh, yeah, right. give, 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 me one la give me one last pickpocket attempt. Okay, so you're going to try and summon one else to more. pickpocket? I want to earn it. You were going to give it to me. Well, I didn't say I was going to. I said, That's do you right. want to look for one and then figure out roll percentages? All right. I need to, I can't believe I'm such an idiot. I lost my dagger, too. 82. Don't laugh. Of course you laugh. <laughs> okay. Do I recognize it? Uh, give me a D4. Three. Um, now give me a D6. This is so first edition. One. Okay. One? Okay. All right. You see a, you, you see a man. Is it, it? Well, I should ask. Is it a man? Yes. Oh, it's a man. Okay. And uh, you're gonna, you're gonna. First, I'm gonna try to pickpocket. Okay. I'm gonna go up and ask for directions to the Mermaid's Grotto Tavern or bar. Roll your reaction roll. Oh man, this charisma's killing me. Sixty-three. It's the same thing. Get away from me, freak! It's thirty-six, by the way. 
Or I try to pickpocket him as I leave. Okay. He's probably alert. I'm probably like in a freaking minus, right? Yep, go ahead. 41. Yeah. Um, as you are, you know, hey, I want some. He grabs your hand and says, you don't want, you don't want any of this. I don't want any of this. I, you're right, sir. You, you, you want to. You, you realize he, his, his, his belt is filled with packets of, uh, of tubes to uh, make himself disappear. Really? Yes. Well, you don't know that, but he has packets. I see. Lots of tubes. But yeah. he's on to me. Yes. He has, a, he has a bejeweled dagger. He wears a dark cloak. And he goes, and then he says, is this what the, uh, the Thomas Thieves Guild is producing nowadays? How pathetic. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to walk around, and I'm just going to... hold your hand. Oh, can I go now, sir? You tell your guild master if, if you're going to mess with, guild, with folks who are traveling through uh, without permission, you're, you're going to have a short life. I will, sir. Yes, sir. My mistake. My mistake, sir. Do they teach anything about casing your victim and seeing if they're above your pay grade? I, I can't. See, here's the problem, have, Here, do you have... What do you have? Do you have a... Like, give me your pants, and I'll give you my pamphlet on how to be a better thief. <laughs> it's like... I'll get, he has a brochure. He has like, a scroll. Here. You know what? Let me I, see. Maybe, I can't maybe, afford maybe, the training. Maybe... You're, you're so pathetic. He gives you a scroll that's written in common about how to be a better thief. Oh, I'll read it, sir. It's, I'm it's sorry. Like, you know, it's... Uh, John's, John Jingleheimer's... Path to thieving success, he's giving you. He's making me angry, but I don't even have a weapon. Right. I'm just going to keep rolling my career. Can I just go up to random people endlessly begging for money? Sure. You want to go beg for money now? How am I going to? I don't even have a weapon. <laughs> okay. That's where true. would I get a dagger? All right, so I'm going well, to go to weapons. Where would you go? We talked about this before. What would you do? If you're doing a job, who could you go talk to? Well, I could go to, well, I mean, I could go to the Adventurers Guild. Or, yes, the that Thieves Guild. Guild. Or the Thieves, that's right. All right, I got to go back to the Thieves Guild. All right, I'm going to go back to the Thieves Guild and tell them <laughs> I know where the mermaid, Mermaid's Grotto is. <laughs> I didn't even get to roll? No, Can I roll reaction? They're just laughing because they've seen all this. They've got... You... Plus Knuckles. Yes. What are you doing? You're attacking other thieves... You've been lost all your stuff. I've lost my way. <laughs> You're trying to dive down to the mermaid's grotto? I know it's there. Just you got to believe me. I've seen the painting. I've seen it. I've that seen it. That painting's been there. That was a cheap imitation painting. Just give me one last chance. Give me a dagger. Can I have a dagger? He, he gives you a rusty dagger. And he says, we get 75% of whatever you get. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. The rusty dagger. All, all right. right. And you notice... Um, there's a scribe there that they're filling out a job description for right. a new apprentice thief, first level. They're filling it out. They, they, openings are, they, they're pulling out the help wanted sign. Right. They're assuming I don't come back. Right. For a dagger, do you need anything else? No, thanks. This okay. is awesome. You got a dagger. Okay. It's already rusty. Yes, it's a rusty dagger. It's been underwater before. It it's still has the <laughs> fingers of seaweed on seaweed it. Seaweed on it, yeah. They That's found right. it in the bottom of the harbor. <laughs> it came up in a net. Uh, we were fishing. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to show them. Right. I got a rusty dagger, and I'm ready to dive into the grotto. Right. Roll my pants up. 
Roll your pants put up. My, put on my pill. I'm diving in. Okay, you take your pill. Well, let's figure. Yeah. I got to figure out how long the pill lasts. So you know, you won't know this, but I, I won't know it. So I'm going to assume it's a just like a potion of water breathing. Okay. I should have asked. So that guy's really not. He's willing to like have this play this joke so far that he'll give me a pill mm -hmm. of water breathing. Well, I also assume you, it's not going to work as well because it's probably expired. It's expired medication. Doesn't work at all. <laughs> no, it works. It's just not as effective. I once told a kid that, you know how those jets in the pool, like they spit out water? Right. I told him that it was air. And if you put your mouth on it, you could breathe. You are a terrible person. <laughs> he believed it. He's not happy. You are a terrible human being. I was young. I was like peg life. All right. So... Uh, okay. Okay, I'm ready to dive in, baby. Oh, and I can put the dagger like on my teeth. Right. That's a good plan, like, isn't it? Dive sounds... in like that. <laughs> that sounds great. Okay, that's what so, I do. So you uh, you dive in. I that's... dive in. Does that happen often? You think? Um, People just. <laughs> I think so. Just randomly at the port. You, obviously, you've not you gather the crowd, but you're in the bay. Right. Oh, and I got to find where the sun is. I'm looking for the sunbeam. Okay, it's coming straight down. Yeah. It's just All right, like so I look where the sun is. It's right above you. Got it, perfect. And you, you dive in, and now you're diving deep. So you start diving, and let's see, let's see how... I'm going to give you a 50% chance you find it on your first dive. By what? Dorado. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm going to say you're lucky. 17. You, you I see it. You do. Somehow, you see what you think is the grotto. So now we have to figure out what's in the grotto. Okay. A random encounter. There you go. So I see a grotto. You see a grotto. There is a grotto. There is a grotto. There is a hole where there is a, something in there. All right. So now we're looking at underwater encounters. So this is what lives in the grotto. Correct. And I'm hoping... Come on, mermaid. Come on, mermaid. Come on, mermaid. So where are you at? You're in salt water. What would you be in? You would be in shallow... Shallow water. Salt, shallow salt water, Up right? Up to 100 feet. There it is. Is there, well, don't even tell me. Is, I hope, is, I hope, is mermaid even, mermaid's got to be. It, there. It, there is a mer mermaid. creature. Merman. There is a merman creature. Okay, right. all right. Page 180 of the DMG. Roll percentages for the Can you tell more. me, just don't tell me the number, but can you tell me the percentage chance of a merman? You have merman? a 3% chance. That's pretty good. Right. Okay, ready? Here we go. 81. M80s? Hmm, probably not. Zorn? They are in alphabetical order. I will give you that. I figured that one. It's not a Zorn. Okay. All right. Yeti. <laughs> All right. You dive, you dive straight into the ground. Heck yeah. That, is that sunbeam? Is it like Raiders of the Lost Ark? Right. Is it sunbeam, be right? It's literally beaming. Oh, my it God. It is what you thought it was going to be. I am sw I'm swimming in the sunbeam. It is. Your light is basking. You see the bubbles it's coming up. Yeah, it's probably a warm... There's bubbles coming out of it? Yes. There's something there. Right. Roll 3d4. Got a lint. Three. Seven. Eleven. Ooh. Party in there. All right. Party in the mermaid's grotto. All right. Now roll d6. As you dive into the grotto, your light and, uh, you know, the light bathes Part of the grotto, you swim in and you look up and you see. Oh, that's a surprise. That's not good for you. Oh, sorry. You know what I was rolling? Five. 
You are surprised at 11 sharks are in the grotto. Are you serious? <laughs> no way. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's Shark Week. <laughs> oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Holy moly. 11 sharks, page 87. Yep, 3 to 12. You, uh, you want to play this game? Uh, no. Let's see. Uh, armor class for a shark. Uh, ooh. Four? Six. Okay. What's their move underwater? Oh, gosh. 24. Perfect. Damage, one. Attack, damage per type. What do you, what do you uh, think? I'm going to say one to eight. So it depends on their size. If they're small, oh. it's two to five. Medium is two to eight. Large is three to 12. Oh, so we don't know the sizes. Of these. No, we don't know yet. It's probably one of each. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm telling you. Okay, go ahead. Um, intelligence? Animal. None. Interesting. Why wouldn't they be animal intelligence? Uh, apparently, they don't. They're like skeletons. They don't have any standard resistance. Percentage in layer? Oh, do they even have? I'm going to say, I say zero. Do they have Correct. There is no layer. Right. Now you get to roll. Um, is there also a mermaid? I don't see a mermaid. Here. Is there a treasure type? Treasure type. What do you think the treasure type is? Nail. You're correct. This thing. So, roll a d6. So what's the chance that there just be, is, what's the chance of there being treasure in a grotto? I don't know. We'll have to see if you survive. That's right. That'll be, you know, that's right. I guess there's no point. Well, I'd like to know if I'm, am I dying as I see a chest on there? All right. Oh, right, you want me to figure that out? So the way you would, the way I would do yeah, that. Yeah, how would you do that? The way I would do is I'd go to the appendix A of the DMG. I only have the, to beat 11 sharks. Right. What page? We still haven't figured out the hit points yet. Appendix A. And when you have an empty room, there's a chance for treasure. Oh, this is excellent. We have, yeah, so we have an empty grotto. Or is it? Oh, very interesting. So you're on what page? I would say um, I'm looking at contents of chamber or room. I see it right on there. On page 171. Oh, I see. And you'd roll that. I think that's an excellent idea. Right. Got it. Okay. All right. Got it. Okay. I roll a d20. Roll a d20. Oh, okay. If you roll a 20, it has treasure. You are a wealth of information. Or 15 through 17, I would give you treasure. It's an 11. It's empty. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> this, this hasn't gone well. This adventure sucks. Peg leg! <laughs> Peg leg is back somewhere laughing I, and laughing. I bet he's meeting the sharks right now. <laughs> Everybody knows this harbor swarming with them. <laughs> swarming with sharks. So now you get to roll a d6. I'm such an idiot. I'm so stupid. All right, roll a d6. d6. Six. Ooh, that's not good. Ooh, I'm gonna do these. Ooh, it says peg leg. Yeah, you have to do the peg leg voice because you're like ooh. telling the story. You're like oh. you're telling the story from the past. Oh right? yes, and then and then Knuckles, <laughs> he not only did he not meet the small sharks, he met the largest shark available. Ooh. ooh. Roll again. I'm gonna say. Three. And, and it was with his little buddy as well. And then nine others who are rolled D6. Four. Oh, they're a little bigger. So it's a big shark, eight hit dice shark, a six hit dice shark, and a bunch of seven hit dice sharks. Yeah, you'll have to do the voice when you're doing the story, of course. Right. You can go in and out. Yes. All thanks, right. Thank you. <laughs> and then, so Knuckles was terrified by seeing all these sharks there. And now I have to decide what's going. And then they did this, which we found out. So now I read about the shark is a killing machine. Attacking right. any recognizable food source at any time. Wow. Sharks are attracted by noise. We're surprised. 
from a mile or more, and they can smell blood from at least some distance. Any creature which appears hurt is 90% likely to be attacked. A wounded creature will always be attacked. This will cause nearby sharks to go into frenzy where they will attack anything that remotely resembles food. Wait, can you, so what was the first, okay, can you, can we talk about that again? Because I've gotten a little lost here. So, what, what, is there a percentage chance you think they're going to attack me, or are they definitely attacking me? Well, the first, it's true, that attacking any recognizable food source at any time. That seems pretty declarative. I seem to fall under that sentence. Right. Then, sharks are attracted by noise. Okay, so they, noise, they'll go to it. And this, they can smell blood at the same distance. Got it. So I'm guessing any creature which appears hurt will be 90% likely attacked. A wounded creature will always be attacked, and this will cause all sharks to feeding frenzy. They seize prey, tearing off a mouthful if it's not bite-sized and swim away to swallow it. Only return it again for more. And then you, they, are, they are attacked. Um, they're vulnerable to ramming attacks, and, and for they rupture internal organs, which allow the creatures to swim. If motionless shark dies in two to five rounds. So your question, which is very pertinent, does the shark, will that shark attack you? Um, and the question is, it seems like it goes through a lot of dis discussion about if you're wounded or this and that. So does it recognize you as a food source is really the question. Right. It recognizes, so, because if it recognizes a food source, it's going to attack. Do you want me to roll the angry monk dice to see if he recognize, they, they recognize me as a food source? Yes. No. So you're not oh. recognized as a food source. They're swimming around at this point. Because if you're not a food source and you're... Um, but they're attracted by noise, which is what you've done. And then if they smell blood, they will attack you. And you you're know, not wounded. And so Knuckles seems like he'd have a lot of open wounds. I just get that sense. Oh, well, that's what the other... Does it have an open wound? Yes. If you do, you're, you're screwed. No. no. And Knuckles always lives. He survives. So He's amazing, isn't he? Swimming with the shark. And then, <laughs> surprisingly, he gets started. Now roll, make a saving throw versus uh, paralyzation. See if you lose your dagger. Oh, you, why? Because oh. you swim down. You have it in your mouth. And you want... Six. Yeah, your dagger falls into the grotto. How to get it. You're going to go into the grotto with the... It was loaned to me by the... I'm just well, like... what's my wisdom? All right, wisdom, let's see. Nine. I need to make a wisdom check or else I'm going to get my dagger. Because I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm already screwed up. Yeah. I can't come back without the dagger, right? I mean, Knuckles isn't very smart. Okay. 19, yeah. Oh, Knuckles is like, oh, my God, I got to get the dagger. Okay. I'm so going down to get the dagger. You're going into the grotto after being surprised by 11 sharks. They don't seem to care about me. Okay. Well, I'm going to give them another roll. All right. You're the DM. Okay. You swim down. Yes. You now grab the dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're now swimming back. Yes. I will give it... I'm going to give it a reaction roll this time. Oh, okay. Your charisma doesn't apply because you're not speaking. I'm going to parlay. You're not going to parlay. You're going to... So you want to... 63. 36, but that's okay. Oh. 36, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's better? Uh, 30, 63 would have been better. You caught me. That's okay. That's why I got to keep you honest. Yeah, that's right. Uh, roll percentages. You're on a little high. 49. That's prone towards negative. Okay. Now they're, they are unhappy with you. You've agitated them. What do you do? Keep swimming. Do you know how to swim? You have to make a swim check. That's under your constitution, I would say. 
At, okay, Wakanda's 15. Two. Oh, okay, you're able to swim out, but they're, they're starting to, they may be tailing you a little bit. Okay. To get out. Yeah. All right, you escape. Wow, I, well, all right, but I didn't find the grotto. You found a grotto. I found a grotto. You didn't find the mermaid's grotto. There's no treasure. That, isn't that the theme of your life here? Yeah, I kind of ended it with a, kind of anticlimactic. Did you want me to have the 11 sharks attack you? No, because we want Knuckles to live. Right. Knuckles always lives. Well, he lives because he gets lucky. He's amazing. He's amazing, but he has literally no hope. He still has no treasure. No, he has less treasure. The grotto is empty. Right. And you go back, do you go back to the Thieves Guild? Yeah. Did you, did you get the treasure? I was close. I right, give me a dagger There's back. There's 11 sharks. I fought 11 sharks and lived. Very, unli very unlikely. All right. Well, do you want me to roll instant attack reaction roll from that? No, sir. <laughs> All right. All right, go forth. And he gives, you know what, they, they give you a club now. They give you a big stick. You, you, you're not... You're not worthy of a dagger. What do I have? I have a club? You have a club now. Okay, I'll take it. And uh, you go back to Peg like, So, matey, you found the treasure. You survived. And he's going, no, they, actually, you walk into the, the, the mermaid's grotto. And then that's, that poor bastard, the half-orc, went and he got killed by all the sh Oh, look, it's a man. Look at him. It's Knuckles. You're back. Hey. Ah, uh, Peg Leg, you lied to me. I never said such a thing. What are you talking about, laddie? There was nothing in that grotto. There's, are you sure there's nothing in there? Wait, you're right. It must have been taken. Someone's got it. There was just a bunch of sharks and it was missing. Right, the sharks have my leg. That's what you were supposed to get. I went into the grotto to get the, sh to get the treasure, and they bit my leg and arm off. Where did you think, who, did you think mermaids bit my leg and arm off? You are truly stupid, aren't you? Well, where do you think it is now? I need well, to go there. I don't there. know, you need to go there. You need to figure it out. Next one. Here's another pill, laddie. Go find it. It'll be, it, find it here. That's right, find it here. <laughs> it's, it's on the July it's calendar. The July. Tune in next time. Tune in next month for? For the Adventures of Knuckles. All right, well, Knuckles, I thought for sure Knuckles was done. That was impressive. Survived. And you found the grotto. You just didn't find the right guy. I found the grotto. The treasure's missing. With, uh, well, depending on where you go next month, you may have to, it may be an aerial encounter. It's, it's the or hunt, the astral praying. The hunt, the hunt for the mermaid's treasure. That's right. All right. On the move. The hunt. I like that. That's a good adventure. The hunt, hunt for the mermaid's grotto. All right. I think with that, that's a different movie. That's <laughs> Tom Clancy. All right, roll a D10 and let's let's roll this thing out of here. All right. It's an eight. Eight. Ah, Knuckles living is definitely worth that. Knuckles always lives. Oh, well, you know, don't make me try to kill you now because I'm trying not to. So for Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we will see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.